Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is July 13th. Oh, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No. Get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Chris Sale went five innings, pitch zero and runs three. It's Milwaukee five Ks in his return from the IL. It was just four whiffs, but 37% CSW has earned a ton of called strikes. Backdoor without slider to righties and in the zone with fastballs is what you want to see. 95 on that fastball, not 93.5. In 2021, I do want to see him close to 96 if I can, but I will absolutely take 95 out of the gate from Chris Sale. I think that's really, really encouraging. Four whiffs is a little weird because the slider should be getting more than two on it. There are a couple swings that I think uh, in prime sale days that he will uh, excel. And by the way, yes, prime sale day was the title yesterday. And I thought I was I was very proud of it. I'll put it that way. Um, but yeah, Chris Sale should be elevating on the list next week, especially if... Uh, he does well, or at least looks like the same person that he did, as he did yesterday against the Yankees over the weekend. It's a very tough call on that one. I don't know if you're going to be starting him or not. Uh, Garrett Cole went 17 0 runs for its one walk and 11 Ks as he was upset that it moved to number three on the list. I did this for all of you. Ace is going to ace. Logan Webb also ace is going to ace. He's really been hot lately. Six innings pitch, zero runs, five hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Chase and Slider were filthy, and you know he's really stepped it up in the past month. Uh, much more so than I expected him to. I hope he stays this way uh, through the rest of the year. He hasn't gone past 140 innings, though, and health has been an issue in the past. But I love to see it um, as the Alec Manoa versus Logan Webb debate carries on. Uh, Dylan Cease, 19 webs in this one, all on the on the slider, if you can believe it, uh, which is the third highest of any single whiff, sorry, any single pitches whiff total in a given night. So it was 21 on the four-seamer for Lauer, 20 on the four-seamer uh, for, uh, I believe, Rodon, and then 19 on this with also Luis Castillo tying that with his four-seamer. Insane. But he also had three walks and five hits and 5.2 innings. <laughs> the whip is just such a hit every time, and it's incredibly frustrating because obviously he gets the strikeouts, and obviously he uh, he has the earned runs and you know, the ERA, sorry, and I uh, win total. So it's all very good, but it means that he's not going to be inside the top 10. Uh, Jordan Hicks was a bullpen game. They're allowing him to start, but it was 1.2 innings and whatever, don't care. Shane Bieber win nine innings, one earned run, three at zero walks, and seven strikeouts against the White Sox. Great to see it. The slider was solid. Uh, the heater set 91, not 90 in change, which is good. 10 out of 23 called strikes. And it's all good. He gets the Tigers next. Cool. Good rebound here, Shane Bieber. I did want to see a little bit more on the slider as far as whiffs go, maybe the curve, but this is fine. Uh, Austin Gomber did well in cores against the Padres. Props in, but there's nothing to really latch onto with this stuff. Luis Garcia has been has had a pr- surprising season, a sub-110 whip, um, 26% uh, strikeout rate, one of the best CSWs in uh, among all starting pitchers in top 15, I believe. Um, six innings, one run, one hit, three walks and seven Ks against the Angels is what you want. I actually didn't think that he had his best stuff. Only eight whiffs and 23% CSW, believe it or not. Thankfully, it was the Angels. And I do wonder if they're going to let him 
I get some rest um, through the end of the uh, pre-All-Star break. I think they will. And that means that Garcia should be able to fend off some of the fatigue he had last year. I hope that's the case. Maybe the Astros even push him back to the end of that rotation at the end of the or after the All-Star break. Makes sense to me. We'll see what the Astros do. It's not like he's pitching poorly now. It's just about maintaining uh, consistency. Uh, Spencer Strider went against the Mets. He had eight strikeouts and only one earned run, but eight base runners in just 4.2 innings. So a bit of a dusty donut here, as if you went one more inning, he could have gotten the win. I, It's a case of he really needs a third pitch when the slider isn't able to get enough strikes, only 50% strikes. That's why he was inefficient in this one. Uh, 63% strikes in the fastball, which generally is fine if he has something that has like 60% otherwise, but the low strike rate on the slider, same with this changeup, just four out of eight. Um, He's still going to strike out a lot of guys because the fastball is just that good. This stuff is so good in the zone. It's just you need need to be able to throw a second pitch consistently for strikes, and he hasn't been able to do that so consistently. I mean, more times than not, Strider can do this, and that's why we like him so much. But this is why Spencer Strider is an ace is going to ace. It's why he's on the top 20 for me. Because he still has this volatility in him. Uh, so keep that in mind. Chris Stratton went for the Pirates in essentially a bullpen game. As Rowanzi Contreras is not starting until after the All-Star break. Jordan Lyles got me the streaming victory. Thank you so much. Seven innings, two runs, seven hits, walk, and five Ks. Wonderful. It was against the Angels and the Cubs in the last two starts. This was the Cubs. He gets the Rays next. I don't really know if you need to do that. But hopefully it does work out. Uh, Jordan Lyles isn't anything special. But hey, what a winning streak this is for the Orioles. Corey Kluber went against the Red Sox and did well again. And I have not been giving enough credit. Really, six innings, two in runs, four hits, one walk in, seven strikeouts here. He had an effective changeup, good cutter. 59% CSW on the curveball. Gets the Orioles on Sunday and maybe that breaks up the uh, the winning streak. We'll see. Um, but Corey Kluber, yeah, I'd start him there. I think that's a... Top of the questionable start here. Um, David Peterson against Atlanta. A lot of people are freaking out about this. Nine strikeouts here. Five base runners. 5.1 innings, two and runs. Good rebound from that first start back after his child being born. Uh, 10 out of 46 slider whiffs with a 33% CSW on the heater. The slider is really everything for David Peterson. And I don't know how dependable it is. I believe it's about a 25% swing strike rate on the season for it which is way above about the 20%, 19% we've seen in previous seasons. So, I mean, he gets the Cubs next, and I would be picking him up for that. Like, I, I, we got a question in chat, do I drop Alex Cobb for Peterson? Yes, you do that. I just, I don't know how sustainable this is through the end of the year. But yeah, may pick him up for that, and that's totally fine. Jason Alexander went four innings, two in runs, three hits, two walks, and one K. And this is honestly one of the best starts he's had. I know, crazy. <laughs> that's Jason Alexander. Um, Andrew Bellotti was a, an opener for Mark Appel for three innings. Nothing to note here. Bo Brisky uh, had a poor quality start against the Royals. He's a Toby at best, and I really don't want to chase his 20% CSW4Ks. Just, eh, whatever. Jose Barrios, 20 whiffs, 46% CSW, a golden goal. Uh, one of the highest CSW marks we've seen all year. 61% CSW on the curveball alone. Unfortunately, it was a poor quality start. It was three earned runs in six innings, six hits. But he's a great undulator, and the Phils were, you know, Phils were without Alec Bohm and GT Romuto and Bryce Harper. Fine. 13 strikeouts, though. Zero walks. As long as the breakers work and everything is okay right now, and he gets the Royals next. I mean, three straight starts of being good for Brios. This is, this is what he kind of signed up for. I mean, sadly, the bad was 14 runs and two starts, but 
I'm glad that he's giving you 13 strikeouts in, in six innings. Sure, the three and runs is frustrating, but yeah, this is uh, this is kind of what we signed up for. Uh, Chris Bubich against the Tigers, not enough here for me to consider him anything but a frozen banana still. Adrian Sans- Sampson didn't have the same uh, start as he did before. Not worth it, and yet this was against the Orioles, no thanks. Um, Daniel Castano against the Pirates, ugh, incredibly boring, I don't want to go with this. Um, James Caprillion always has had a thing against the Rangers. Like last year, he didn't do well against the Rangers, and he didn't do well here. Um, he is a Toby at best later on in the second half. Something to consider as a deep streaming option. Connor Pilkington, no thank you. Graham Ashcraft went against the Yankees, so who really cares? He goes against the Cardinals next, and I don't really think you should chase that 10 base runners in five innings. No Syndergaard got the Astros. So you don't start him against the Astros now. It should be an easier start past the All-Star break. Okay, then you start him there. Um, Davis Martin, I believe that's against Atlanta as a righty. Sure. Davis Martin against the uh, Guardians. No, thank you. We don't really want to go after him. Mike Clevenger went to Coors and yeah, wasn't good in Coors. Uh, I, I think I've been too high on Clevenger, hoping that the velocity plus the slider would be back. And it really hasn't. Now, three for 18 CSW on the slider here and 93.5 as opposed to the 95 plus that we've seen in the past for Clevenger. Yeah, I'm a little too favorable on Clevenger, I think, at the moment. Hopefully he can surprise us in the second half. Glenn Otto went against the Athletics and was bad. And if you can do that there, then what are you doing? Josh Winder against the Brewers is just a fr- frozen banana right now. Uh, Mitch White disappointed many against the Cardinals. 600 runs, 12 base runners, 3Ks. Yeah, I'm not interested in Mitch White. He probably won't get another start for a while. Won't get one before the All-Star break. and will probably be at the end if he does after the All-Star break. I'm not interested. And Dallas Keiko, my lord. Why is he still getting any innings is beyond me. Looking forward to today's starters. Shane McClanahan, Zach Wheeler, Luis Severino, Pablo Lopez, Tony Gonsolin, Shoei Otani, John Gray, Charlie Morton, and Chris Bassett, and Christian Javier. Large amount of auto starts today. They're all... The first half of race is going to ace. The second half is John Gray against the Athletics, Charlie Morton against the Mets, obviously. Chris Bass on the other side of that, yes. And then Chris Javier against the Angels, of course. Probable start tier. If you want to go with Joe Musgrove in cores, you can. I understand if you don't. Uh, Lucas Giolito against the Guardians. He hasn't been as good, but it's the Guardians. I think that's fine. Joe Ryan against the Brewers. Same idea. And same thing with Zach Allen against the Giants. But I think I'm starting all of them. Uh, questionable start tier. You have Josiah Gray now going today instead of yesterday because of the doubleheader. Uh, as it was a rain out yesterday. He's going against Chris Flex, and they're both moved into the questionable start tier. Justin Steele is updated against the Orioles today. I think that's better than Winkowski and Spencer Watkins. Uh, but not a huge fan of it. I mean, I think it's what four out of five starts he's done all right recently, so fine. But then again, the Orioles are kind of high. I don't really want to do it. I still prefer Brady Singer against the Tigers as my stream pick of the day. Ross Chipping is above that as he goes against the Phillies in the aforementioned weakened offense. But uh, he's in he's rostering twenty five percent of leagues, which means I can't choose him as my streamer. I can still choose Brady Singer, who's just under the twenty percent threshold. And in the do not start tier, Aaron Ashby is really the only interesting one. Um, he goes against the Twins, though, and it was at only 72 pitches last time. Not interested in this. JT Brubaker, a.k.a. Coffee Cakes, going against the Marlins. I don't want to do that. Chad Cool hosting the Padres, no, and you know the rest. And today is Wednesday, which means I look at the roster ship and talk about buy and sell. What I'm going to do today is actually talk more about guys that I'm targeting for the second half. Uh, that might be a good buy, essentially, in that way. Not necessarily selling, just... Hey, guys, you should be considering for it. Lucas Yolito is part of it. I don't know if Lance Lynn is inside of that. I mean, I'm selling like Logan Gilbert and Nestor Cortez. The guys I've been talking about for the past month are pretty much the same cells um, as they were before going through this podcast. But Jose Barrios, I would be on the upswing buying. 
a little bit here. I, as I mentioned, Lucas Giolito for that second half possible breakout. Blake Snell is a very interesting one. Um, maybe after this core start, if it's really bad, you can get in on that because it's cores. You don't really want to do that. That's tomorrow. And I'm debating, you know, if you want to do that or not from uh, questionable start to do not start. I'll go over, of course, the entire weekend starts uh, tomorrow uh, for that podcast. But, I mean, as, as far as others, Marcus Stroman is a good get, I think, right now. Only a 53% roster, and I think in the second half he will certainly be better. There's a lot of talk about Alex Wood and Alex Cobb, and I'm still kind of teetering on that. David Peterson, as we talked about earlier, not really so jumping in on those guys. I... Uh, but as far as other ones I'm really buying is Aaron Ashby in the second half. You know, once I'm against the Twins, he's only at 19% rostered. I would be going and get him, getting him and stashing because you're really not going to go for many streamers in that first opening weekend because it's going to be a lot of the rotations flipping over and going with their aces. So think of it like the beginning of the year, like you are okay uh, holding on to you guys for like an extra little bit of a week. Not to mention it's a longer week uh, for most. For Yahoo Leagues, it is... I uh, that weekend plus the next week. If you're in ESPN, it is including that week. So like this week includes that those four days for ESPN. For Yahoo, it's next week plus the week after. So keep that in mind on what league you're in. Um, other guys that I'm buying in on, I mean, there's a deep one of Luis Patino when he does return, but I don't really think you have to do that now. I talked about that last week, I think, a bit. Reed Demers is someone that I might get in on now. If you have that open sash space, because it is a harder slider, and the Angels are going to be relying on him instead of, say, Chase Silseth. Oh, so I'm I'm kind of intrigued on that one. Michael Lorenzen also on the IL then opens up the door for Demers to get that opportunity again. I'm very curious about that. Uh, and is there anyone else I'm really looking forward to in the second half? I mean, Daniel Lynch's slider is really good, but you don't need to do that whatsoever right now. And also, also Matthew Libertor. Libertori. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Fast likes to do the really heavy emphasis on Italian, but um, I think what we saw when him coming back up was harder velocity across the board. We don't know how much that's going to stick, but there is something there, especially with the new slider, that could blossom in that second half. So those are the ones I think that I'm focused on the most. You have the high guys like Giolito, and you have those deeper ones that you can go after as well. But all right, that's going to do for today's podcast. Uh, Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Uh, And that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.